love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow. All right, guys, Big Drew and Carl Carefield here on the J&K Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's up, guys? So as we do with every episode now, let's talk about our sponsor. As we just heard from Mr. Al Snow, CollarAndElbowBrand.com. That's right. So you guys are going to have to uh, please bear with me. I'm still not 100%. I'm still having some medical issues going on. So I'm going to try to be as clear and enunciate and pronunciate as much as I possibly can on this episode here. But I want to get straight into collarandelbowbrand.com. These guys are amazing at what they do. They're shirts that they have, their hats that they have, their three-quarter sleeve baseball shirts that they have. And soon, I'm sure there's going to be other things like sweaters and beanie caps and who knows what else. They've got stickers available. They've got just a, a, a whole bunch of different things available to them. And going to stars and stars promoting it like Kevin Nash and we've got like the Blue Meanie and we've got like Kenny Dykstra and we've got Jake the Snake Roberts and we've got our friend, we're looking at Chase Owens of the Bullet Club. Like, I mean, huge names right now that we're talking about that are all going out and supporting CollarAndElbowBrand.com and they help support us as well. And how can you guys support us and Collar and Elbow Brand at the same time? It's easy. All you got to do is go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com, the wrestling brand. And you guys need to click on that shirt that you want for that wrestling fan in your life. You need to then go and click on the checkout button. And if you want, you can even send me one. My personal favorite is right now that metal tee that they've got going on. Check mm-hmm. out that metal tee. It's pretty cool. But they have them starting at like $14.95. And it's simple and it's easy. And you can go and pick those up and get a discount if you use our promo code JKPODCAST. So by using that code, you will get 10% discount at the checkout each and every time that you go and buy something from CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And by using that discount code JKPODCAST, you're not only supporting Collar and Elbow Brand, but you're supporting Big Joe and myself, Carl Carafel, in our pursuit of becoming the best podcasters around. Absolutely. If you guys are wondering, uh, you know, firsthand or you're wondering, you know, what people think of this product, go right to the website. And we'll actually, I'll, I'll read off a couple of the, the testimonials here. Uh, my Collar and Elbow shirt arrived quickly. The shirt is soft and light. The logo is stylish and simple, and the printing is soft, not stiff. The shirt fits great and is very flattering, tighter in the arms and loose in the waist. From Jeremiah Plunkett, a tater peeler from Tennessee. And hands down, one of the most comfortable shirts I own. Both the print 
and fit are A-plus quality, and the designs are super rad from Thomas Jackson, California. So right from customers uh, who have purchased collar and elbow merchandise, saying that they love it. So if that uh, isn't a selling point right there, I don't know what is. And you know what? We love it, too. Big Joe and myself, we both actually have a shirt from CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Big Joe has the white one that has support your local wrestler or support your indie wrestler on the back of the shirt. I've got a black and I believe that's the Heather Gray is what that one is called. The um, mirror tee. So, I mean, like, honestly, they are amazing shirts to have. Whether you're getting a t-shirt, whether you're getting a three-quarter sleeve baseball shirt, you're going to be getting quality no matter what. Yeah, and even like you were mentioning, the, the logo on the back supports your local wrestler, something that's, you know, close to me because, you know, we have some friends, uh, some local people that are wrestlers. So just the concept of that, you know, it just it, um, it's very close to home. And so it's a shirt that I rock proudly. So you have somebody in the room who was a former exactly. indie wrestler. Exactly. And, you know, some uh, close friends who are currently active as well. So it's, it's something that, um, you know, that's definitely, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting that one to, to come, but uh, uh, happy coincidence to get the exactly one that I was hoping for. Definitely. So, some, some good stuff there. All right, so we're going to kick off with probably uh, the biggest, uh, I guess you could you could um, be a fair statement to say this is probably the biggest thing going on in the world of professional wrestling right now. No argument, this is. So without introducing it first, we'll... we'll Play the segment and then we'll we'll talk about it after. So uh, this will uh, I've, I've trimmed it down slightly to kind of cut a little bit of the first part because I want to get right to kind of the good stuff. So let's kick it off here and then we'll uh, we'll discuss it after. Goodbye to Yushkanai, everybody, Osaka fans, people around the world. I must bid you adieu, and so goodbye. <laughs> and good. Night! Bang! <laughs> ah, that was great! What? about Switchblade. My God! What the hell? That's, that's Chris what it's Jericho! Chris Jericho! It's Chris Jericho! What is this? Kenny Omega. What a dynamic performer. What a fantastic, tremendous performer. But he's not the best in the world. So many have claimed to be the best from Shawn Michaels to Edge to CM Punk, but they're all gone, and I'm still here. Because I am the best in the world. I am the greatest of all time. I am the alpha of this business. And I'm going to prove it. Because I'm challenging you, Kenny. What? Jericho versus Kenny. 
versus Omega to see who is really the best. I want to meet you January 4th. What? Wrestle Kingdom 12 in the Tokyo Dome. That can't even happen, can it? So let's see who's really the best. Bitch. Oh, oh my God. What is, Did I just, just see happened? what I think I saw? What just happened? That was Chris Jericho, and he's just challenged Kenny Omega for Wrestle Kingdom. And Omega looks happy about it. What's he going to say? Jericho versus... Omega. Homoshiroina. Yateyarze. Phoenix sucks. No, Phoenix sucks. Phoenix sucks. It's gonna happen, fans. Chris Jericho will return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He will face Kenny Omega for the US title. And it's gonna happen January 4th. All right, so there you go. The, um, I mean, when, when I first saw that, I have to admit, you know, until I got to the point of, you know, Kenny speaking again, I figured that uh, this was, you know, something that was just produced by somebody on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you did think that for, for quite a while. And uh, thankfully, it is not something that was just produced by, uh, you know, uh, a fan on, on YouTube. Um, I, if I can for a moment, something that I, I, I just actually caught and then I've listened to this promo quite a few different times. Yep. Um, they say that that's going to be for the belt yep. at, at the, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Yep. I know I didn't, I didn't notice that or realize that before, but yeah, apparently this is going to be Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. For the IWGP US title. Wow. Yeah, that is, is huge. And yeah, I, I mean, it, it, like I mentioned uh, before we even started playing, I mean, this is kind of the, the buzz. It's the talk of the professional wrestling world. Even the the picture of, uh, you know, Jericho and Omega facing off almost kind of like Mortal Kombat-ish kind of style there. You know, I think I kind of showed that to you and you were like, uh, not sure if it's legitimate. It, it definitely appears to be so in, in this matchup is uh, just, I mean, it just has the whole wrestling world just kind of buzzing. It, Pure and it, simple. It, it, and not just, you know, like like those within like, um, you know, the indie wrestling world. And, and honestly, I hate even saying the word like indie wrestling world. Yep. Uh, but this is encompassing the entire wrestling world everywhere from new japan pro to ring of honor to i'm sure uh you know impact and then triple a and then every other little organization in between all the way up to the wwe like people are reacting to this all over the place i I can absolutely guarantee you as much as maybe they don't want to admit it or say that they're not going to um the upper management uh, including you know, Triple H, Hunter, Paul Levesque, whatever you want to call him, and Mr. Vince McMahon are going to be paying attention to this. And, 
you know, people can say whether or not, you know, that they're, they still, um, you know, want to bring Kenny over and try and lure him over to the WWE. I think that this is still, you know, something that, uh, you know, maybe Jericho isn't doing this directly, you know, to, to help Vince, but, uh, you can definitely, I would definitely say that, you know, Vince and Hunter will be watching this as though they're scouting to, to get him because obviously, you know, as much buzz as this is getting, they're going to want him after this. Hundred percent. I mean, you you honestly cannot be interested in this. To if if Vince and if Paul don't actually watch this and don't react to this, there's something wrong. Yeah. You've got arguably, and I, I I will say arguably, two of the best wrestlers in the world, two goats. In the wrestling world, greatest of all time, for those who don't understand, goat. <laughs> We're talking about Daniel Bryan or actual livestock. There's going no- going to be facing each other at a pay-per-view event that is going to be broadcast worldwide, yep. happening from Japan in the most famous arena in Japan yep. at the biggest show for New Japan Pro Rest, how can you not, honestly, how can you not understand the magnitude of what is going to happen that night? You know, some of the biggest names in business have, you know, not only, uh, you know, performed in the Tokyo Dome, but with New Japan Pro Wrestling, we're talking Shinsuke Nakamura, we're talking Antonio Inoki, one of the founders of that promotion, Mr. Brock Lesnar, whoever went over there, you know, in similar kind of circumstances to what Jericho was doing now, by the way. Actually, I think technically Brock was still under contract with WWE when he went wrestled over in, in New Japan, but uh, you can go and do some research on your own on that. But, um, I mean, and, and just... In case we haven't mentioned it before, if you get a chance to, you know, before, you know, it comes to this and you're kind of thinking, well, yeah, this is a big matchup, but I'm not sure about the type of wrestling. Go on the internet and, you know, you can find some of it on YouTube. You can find the odd kind of full match on there or find some other ways to, to go through it. There's like New Japan World, I think, is a place where they actually have their streaming service from. And just watch some New Japan Pro Wrestling. It, if you were to compare it up against, say, WWE specifically, it is, it is much more feels like a more kind of like a legitimate sporting event, as opposed to, you know, that being kind of masked under all the storyline over the top kind of soap opera ish kind of stuff, which WWE is currently doing. So if that seems you know more attractive or more your cup of tea, um, you know that's definitely something you'll be interested in. I think that this is the kind of thing that can draw in. You know, maybe not necessarily the current wrestling fan, but people who are just sports fans and are kind of maybe looking at pro wrestling. This would be, I think, a, a great thing to watch and actually get people interested because it it feels in the way that they pull it off. It feels more, much more like a legitimate sport event. Hundred percent, it does. I mean, it's it's something that you really have to look at. I mean, just go to YouTube and Google New Japan Pro Wrestling and just look at some of the stuff that's out there for it. It's it's a whole, and we've talked about this on other episodes, it's a whole different mentality of profession out in Japan. I mean, the people aren't up in signs and in your face and yelling and screaming. Like, they're sitting there and they are enjoying what they're seeing and they are simply clapping as, as if it's a... A 
classical ensemble that's that's happened or like a a uh, you know a, a stage show or stage play that's that's gone on and something great happens and 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 it's just like golf claps almost a little bit more enthusiasm with oh, yeah. it because it is a sporting event it, you have to you, you really have to and and it's something that that uh, everybody i think can really appreciate because these guys put their heart and their soul into everything that they do over there. Not saying that they don't here over in North America, but it just seems like they put a little bit more emphasis on performance over there. So, as Big Joe said, I mean, you don't have to have these storylines that are, you know, in these promos that go on for 15, 20 minutes. We, we shortened that down a little bit, but it was six minutes. And 18 seconds for that entire Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho challenge promo that happened. Like, and it's over. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. And they did it all in six minutes and 18 seconds. Can we really say the same thing right now (laughs) for like Survivor Series or, you know, any match that's happening that it's not there? No. Uh, as, uh, probably as bluntly as I could kind of put it to, for the wrestling fan out there, if you're just purely limiting yourself to WWE wrestling because that's the company that stands out, that's one that uh, you know dominates the year and everything you know, like that, you're doing as a wrestling fan, you're doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't go out and check out specifically New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and um, you know some uh, you know Pro Wrestling uh, Gorilla over in, in the UK. A lot of big name uh, guys wrestle in that area. I mean broaden your horizons as a wrestling fan if you find yourself getting pissed off or disappointed with the WWE and how it currently is and a lot of people are there are many other options out there and you know right around this time where you know WWE can argue, is arguably getting a little bit stale you have this great alternative in New Japan Pro Wrestling where they're you know making a strong case for being the number two company in the world they definitely are and, and so I just want this is a power move on the pair of New Japan to, to get Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega on this kind of stage and everything, huge. It is. <laughs> and for those who who for for whatever reason are you know like, I don't know. I, we're not getting paid to say this, okay? But this is something that I use. I use an app on my phone called Fight F I T E, where it allows me to see some independent wrestling shows that are happening across North America. It doesn't give me a whole lot of them, but it gives me enough that I can appreciate some of the stuff that's being done with some um, smaller organizations, smaller wrestling organizations around North America. If you have a phone, download that app. It's, It's free to download. You don't have to pay for the download or for content. There is free wrestling content on there. Yep. And that's what it is. It's it's a collection of smaller companies around North America. Check it out. Yeah. Honestly, check it out. And and I know it's not going to stack up production-wise to what the WWE does, but look at the quality of stuff that's coming out of it. Yeah. You know, as we kind of mentioned with the Color Ramble uh, shirt, you know, support your, your local wrestler. Support your local wrestling promotion, too, if you're lucky enough to have one in the area that puts on a regular show. Support them. And, uh, you know, you, you might find yourself surprised. I mean, I guess I, I can't speak for every wrestling promotion out there because I'm sure not all of them are great. Some of them are misrun or mismanaged and many things are all that great. 
But, you know, the more support and everything that you kind of throw at it, you know, maybe you can allow them to improve or to already build on a product that's already maybe pretty good. Right? So, you know, don't just limit yourself to WWE because, boy, there's so much more out there, you know? So, <laughs> and uh, like I said, doing yourself a huge disservice if you don't uh, get a chance, you know, if you're, if you're wondering, just you know, find some way, even if it's just to watch this one particular match with uh, Jericho and Omega, I think it's going to really open people's eyes to see that, you know, yeah, there there is life after WWE. There's there's more to it than that. L- look at, we talked about this before, Cody Rhodes making a real name for himself and arguably doing better. It's actually, I don't, you know I don't think that's even an argument anymore. He is doing nope. better over there <laughs> than he ever did working for Vince. Oh, yeah, it's true. So proof right there. that, uh, And I think that this is you know, going to... And I think WWE has you know, a right to maybe be concerned with something like this because you got to think a lot of the talent are going to be seeing this and go, holy crap, you know, maybe we should be looking into this. We could maybe make our, ourselves a bigger name over there than we ever could here. Right, so we'll see what becomes of that as well. Definitely. Because there's going to be some guys who are going to look at this and go, wow, maybe this is an option we need to explore. <laughs> and and you know what? As much as I hate to say it, I hope that they do. I really, really hope that they do. Now, I'm, I'm talking about guys like, let's say, Dolph Ziggler. Curtis Axel. Um, Zack Ryder. Yes. You know, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Like these guys that are just in a stalemate with the WWE can definitely, definitely 100% make a better name for themselves. And I hope that they do. I really hope that they do. Yep. Because I think that it's, it's getting to the point now where I may have actually referred to it this way, but I think WWE is becoming like the, uh, if I had to make like a technology reference or something like that, or, you know, a bigger company in some, in some other different, totally different genre, I would, I would liken WWE to like Nintendo at this point. So mm. where they, they feel like they're, they're, they're just, they keep churning out the, the product that they do and not really changing things. And they, that they feel that they can do no wrong and that they just stick to their guns and they think that, uh, that everything they do is is gold. It's it's not that way anymore. Uh, I've no. said it to you, you know, outside of this program that, you know, you know, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling the way that they do it with a focus more on the wrestling and not so much on the on the gimmicks and the, the storylines and all the top of the guy. I think WWE needs to evolve to that point or to at least get similar to that that approach otherwise they run the risk of uh, of just becoming irrelevant as, as time goes on. And, you know, this has been a trend with Vince uh, specifically, that is that he feels he's out of touch with reality in, in modern times a lot of the times with some things. Not everything, but on some things. And I really think that the WWE needs to evolve and get similar to New Japan Pro Wrestling to stay irrelevant in modern times. I mean, I agree with that, but at the same point, they, as much as they have copied from other people in the past before i i don't necessarily think that they really need to to copy what new japan pro is doing but they really really a hundred percent need to switch things up and and find something new that's going to carry them 
through. Now, I mean, it could be argued. Um, Attitude Era coming into PG Era. Yeah. They're still around, right? They, yeah. they they changed things up. They went to an Attitude Era. They're still around. They've but, been around for, for what? It's yeah. 15 years, I would say, that yeah. it's been, you know, like a PG Era. So, I mean, there's a definitely argument in, in that respect, but you're 100% right. Something needs to change. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going to what's gonna have to happen. Yep. But, and I don't necessarily think that it's got to be something like New Japan, right? They, they, they need to find something new. Yeah, because, I mean, we're starting to see... Uh, some negative results with this. I believe it was last week's SmackDown. I think, and, and I think it was you that pointed this out to me that uh, they they didn't sell it the the place out, and they had to basically blank out or, or block off certain areas of the arena to make it look like they have a full crowd. That to me is not necessarily a red flag, but it's it's a hint that mm, things maybe aren't quite what they should be. It's it's definitely uh, I won't say it's alerting or maybe worrisome, but it's something to take note of. And it's not something that's insignificant. They're not selling at arenas like they used to. And it's it's very true. They they yeah. really are not. Um, now I don't know if that's you know having to do with the economy and stuff like that because mm. I mean they really do a lot of their stuff in North America, right? Where in North America they generally sell out every show that they do. Yeah. Um, now we got to consider you know they're over in over in in Europe yep. right now. The WWE doesn't get to be in Europe very often, and when they do go there, it's really, it's really quick, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, they'll announce, "Oh, we're going to be going to Europe," right? And and then a month later, they're in Europe. So for a lot of people, it's going to be hard for them to be able to, oh, oh, I have to now get money to, <laughs> yeah. you know, go to this show and and stuff like that. A lot of people just can't do it and can't afford it. So that could be reasons for smaller numbers when it comes to WWE shows outside of North America. Yeah. Um, and even for shows within North America. But I don't know. Now, at the very least, and we were originally going to plan uh, to, to, to mention this, but um, I, I can't not mention it because it's pretty big news. And it's going to qualify as news. But, you know, talking about attendance wise, we can't not mention the fact that when Impact Wrestling was in Ottawa, Oh. They had to, you're going to hear me correctly in this, they had to pay people to come and watch. Not sell tickets to people. They had to pay people to come in and be in the crowd for <laughs> for this show. That is a red flag waving big time. There's something wrong going on here. Yeah, and it's it's very true. There was actually a talent agency oh um, in, in Ottawa area that was looking for, um, and they called them background actors, <laughs> paid background actors oh. to go to, and it wasn't for the the, the Bound for Glory pay-per-view, no. but it was for the shows afterwards, yeah. the, the tapings that they were doing for the next several weeks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, Terrible. I, yeah. Terrible. And, um, yeah, I mean... I mean We'll see if it comes to that. Uh, we can't say too much more about it because, you know, there just really hasn't been anything else that's happened. So you know, we'll keep an eye on it and, and see what happens with TNA. But uh, now going to the WWE side of things, coming up with Survivor Series, the thing that uh, we want to talk about or the fact that uh, 
the so-called general managers for each of the um, you know respective brands of SmackDown and Raw, both GMs actually being physically involved in the match that they're going to have, and whether you know this is something that is really needed to to have both Shane McMahon involved in a match and to have Kurt Angle involved in a match. In my personal opinion, I mean, right off the bat, I'll say. Let the, let your actual talent get in there. The, the general managers, Shane and Kurt, they you don't owe the business anything else. You guys have done enough. Like let somebody else have their time. Hundred percent, they should. Um, now I at this point right now really can't think of names to go in, but. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm working social media as well as we uh, you know have <laughs> yep. I put out on social media that we're doing a podcast right now. And mm-hmm. We're getting I'm getting flooded with different things. Nice. So yeah, it's it's very nice to see that. Um, so it's for for me, I really don't know why they've got the two of them in there. Like honestly, Shane McMahon has done more than enough this year already. Yep. He does not need to be in that match. And the same with with Kurt Angle. I mean, I'm all for Kurt Angle getting back into the ring and doing some stuff. But this is something that that it's a Survivor Series. It should have been for the members of the roster, not management. It's predictable and and it's classic WWE. In my personal opinion, it, it, it kind of is what it is. It's not something that uh, it's getting to the point now where something just that that happening it doesn't surprise me anymore. It's not quite as bad as, as Triple H. He still likes to be a glory hog and likes to get in there. And understand you still want to dabble here and there, but let your freaking talent get in there and do things. You know, some of these guys are like Chad Lale and uh, people that we've actually spoken to personally. You know, just waiting to kind of get in there. With Alistair Black and Hideo Tommy and uh, Cassius Ono. Let these guys come up and get in there. You know, understand that uh, you still want to get a piece of the action, but you've given the business enough. Let the next generation come up and, and, and mix things up because right now, especially, it's it started to get good, and, and now it's, it's getting into that stale kind of stagnant period yet again because this older talent wanting to get back in Undertaker and all these people wanting to come back and get involved again, it's like, ugh. And, and the the Hulk Hogan is also in the discussion too. By the way, Hulk supposedly coming back. Yeah, cool. But I mean, it's enough already. We need the the new blood to get in here. We do. And you know what? Like one offs, I'm okay with. Yeah. You want to bring these? You know, bring back older stars for the twenty uh, fifth anniversary that's happening. Hmm. Understandable. Sure. Bring bring out a bunch of guys. You know, pump up the crowd. Get get it going. Yeah. You know, twenty five years of wwe monday night raw that is phenomenal mm-hmm. and to, to to see you know okay this person here this this hulk hogan character this Shawn michaels this bret hart you know these people were on the very inaugural beginning show yeah and they're still here they're still there not not necessarily working but they're still there in some capacity in some form so why not bring them for one-offs, and allow them to show, hey, we're going to take this 25 more years, and then 25 more after that, and then 25 more after that, right? Like, I mean, 
but they don't need to get back into the ring. No, uh, and you know, a little spot here and there. I like the way that Piper did it, and, and is you know, declining years isn't isn't the right way to put it because he did, in my opinion, did decline. Um, you know, just having him come in and do. You know, Piper's Pit ish kind of things, you know, with, with Rusev and yeah. some of these other people, CM Punk and, um, you know, The Shield and stuff like that. That stuff was fantastic. Not only because you had, you know, one of the best in the business doing it, but just going about it in a way to where it feels like it's not invasive to the other talent. You know, he was actually doing it to help, you know, get some of these, you know, new and up and coming people over. Exactly. Not, you know, just getting in for their own glory. That's the part that I don't like. Hundred percent, I agree with that. And I mean, so, Piper was perfect for that yeah. because that's what he would do. He would come in and he would he would put these guys yeah. over. You, you you know who that sounds like? <laughs> that sounds like Chris Jericho. Yes, he's very so very good at yeah. doing that. <laughs> so and definitely, you know, well, Kenny Omega doesn't need to, to get over. He's already quite well over, but. We'll we'll see, you know, you know, getting briefly back into that now because I'm kind of thinking of it, you know, I I really hope, you know, that he doesn't get lured over to the WWE side of things because somebody that, in my personal opinion, doesn't really need to. No. If, if anything, I think it will just diminish, you know, what he's already accomplished over there. I, you know, at some point, could he maybe if things maybe go sour with New Japan or you know he feels like um, you know he wants to at least have that as a feather in his cap. We'll see. You know, but uh, honestly, I think he's one of those guys that you know doesn't really need to go there. No, I mean he he really really doesn't. Um, so. But we have to think as well, right? Like yep. former um, leaders of yeah. the Bullet Club yep. have all made their way to the WWE. Sure. Um, It'd be it cool to see a one-off seems, type thing, maybe. Yeah. Um. It, it almost seems right now within the Bullet Club that yeah. we've got like a changing of the guard. Yeah. So this could very well be. We'll see. Kenny Omega leaving for the WWE and the new one coming in, but that is just speculation yeah. and not actually happening at this point. Time will tell. I wouldn't mind like like a brief kind of almost like a crossover, just like a one-off type thing. You know, because I, I think that that's also something I think Vince needs to loosen the hell up about because this whole Bullet Club thing too and everything, that that, that got ridiculously out of hand. Oh, yes. You know, not letting them do the too sweet. And then on the flip side of it, then, you know, seemingly encouraging his talent to do it even more as to kind of like stick it to them. That, that, that's child's play. That, that's like fifth grader stuff, guys. I mean, that's just stupid. You know, the... Loosen up them in these stuff and let you know these guys maybe come over for like a special appearance on the Rumble or something like that. You don't necessarily have to come and win the thing. Just come in and get the pop from the crowd. You know, pay them for for a one-off type thing, and then and then go back. You know, if Vince could, you know, open his mind to that kind of stuff and realize, you know, that that's not a negative thing. You're you're bringing more attention, you know, to the whole not only your company but just the whole wrestling business in general to see these kind of things happen. You know, but he's so close-minded and out of touch with reality that you know it's, you know, I think he, if it were to happen, he would have to be really be convinced into it by somebody else. Oh, definitely. Because um, you know, it's a shame that those kind of things don't happen more often. You know, where, where it's you know something that you just don't expect to see. You know, for me, 
you know, the, those kind of surprises are the ones that really get over well with me, you know. So, you know, definitely to, they are to see AJ come over the way he did. I mean, that was an illegit surprise. Bubba Ray coming back like kind of out of nowhere, you know, a few years ago. Like, th- those are the surprises where I legitimately mark out, so to speak, over. So, uh, I, I see more of that, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, will it happen? Probably not. Can we hope that it'll happen? Yep. Sure, hundred percent. That's exactly what we're doing. Yep. Um, and what's nice is that when it does happen, that's where those big moments are, which is amazing. Yep. Hardy's another good example. Yes. That was something that, uh, you know, it was not necessarily spoiled, but I mean, the, the, there were kind of little rumblings about it. But when when it when it happened, it was it was such a cool surprise, you know. And uh, you know, we'll see if uh, something like that can happen again. Now. But until just recently, I would have said, you know, that this next thing might have been a good opportunity for that, but maybe not so much now. Uh, and that's uh, with this upcoming NXT show with uh, War Games bringing back the old WCW classic thing that Dusty uh, came up with there. Everything's pretty well been booked and set up now, so not much opportunity there for it to be uh, like a surprise. No, with, with, with this one, there really isn't. No. Um, I was kind of hoping that there was going to be, you know, but... Who knows? Maybe that big uh, triple threat uh, thing. You know, maybe there could be some room for some shenanigans there. We'll see. Yeah, it, honestly, it's very possible that there could be. I at this point, I really don't think that there's that there's really going to be because I mean, this is this is pretty big right now as it is. You've you've got war games coming back in. You've got two rings, cages. You've got three tag teams that are in there fighting for supremacy in the nxt this is going to be amazing and then on top of that you've got a vacated women's nxt championship and we're gonna have a fatal four-way as there's been over the last several weeks there's been uh, you know different fights to 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 come in to be able to to vie for spots in this fatal four-way that like just those two matches alone for me, honestly, I'm 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 sold. Yeah, and I'll, I'll see it again right now. That uh, in my personal opinion, others might disagree with me. You know the the traditional, the the newer kind of WWE fan. Right now, in my personal opinion, and people can disagree with me on this, I think NXT is their best brand right now. It, it, as wacky as maybe that sounds to some of you listening out there, for me, it, it's because. There's more unexpected thing. There's more. They're more creative with some of the matchups, like like bringing back war games, and you know just different wrestlers every every week when you watch NXT. That's the kind of stuff that I like to see. And right now, I would much prefer to watch an NXT episode on the network than to watch Raw for free on on regular TV. A hundred percent. And I mean, you're you're looking at this like, and and I come back again to to time, right? Like you've got Raw it's that's huge. three hours long, and it, it takes up so much time, and yeah. you have to like really grasp at straws for things. It gets even, boring. Even SmackDown, you're looking two hours. Not as bad. SmackDown, I think, is above Raw at this point yeah. in in when it comes to show quality and stuff. But then you've got NXT, and it's an hour long show and these guys have to and girls have to go out there and make a name for themselves in 15 minutes that's what they'll get they'll get 15 minutes for a match go out there do your match make it amazing and cut a small promo to make sure that your promo skills are still being worked on and being brought to where they should be before we get you to the main roster Mm -hmm. 
like this is their this is the battlegrounds right there mm-hmm. is NXT and it's only an hour long show and it makes it so much nicer yeah, because they have to really work their best take their time but not take their time at the same it's about being efficient with your time and you know fitting in you know the good stuff in and there, there's just there's less fluff to be perfectly honest with you in an XT show with raw you know uh, happening tonight maybe there'll be a bit more to kind of keep me hooked but I mean I usually can't sit through a full three hours of raw and, and you know, the main event is usually the last match usually and a lot of times by the end of that I'm just like it's enough. Good night, sweet prince. Because there's just too much filler and too much storyline crap and everything. I just I, I lose interest in it real quick, and it's not that I don't want to. I'm giving it a chance, but just it, it's you know boring. Maybe not be the, might not be the best term for it, but it's just they're they're spreading themselves over too much time. Like it, just condense it up, cut out a lot of the storyline crap, it, and just you know and and make it more feeling you know more of these matches that have like a big type feeling like it's new japan pro wrestling and ring over that, that formula is obviously successful people like it you know so the biggest wrestling company in the world should be taking notice on this and you know kind of a, at least you know adopts adopts some of those aspects of it and cut out a lot of these stupid storylines like stuff with like carmella and james ellsworth and this uh uh, Alicia Fox uh, pretending to be like an airplane captain wearing a sea captain's hat, like it, it, like the, even the the storylines themselves are things are cohesive, things are jumbled up and don't make sense. Like cut all that crap out. You don't need it. One of the biggest things for me, especially with Monday Night Raw, oh. is that we'll start off the show with jibba jabba jibba jabba jibba jabba, oh. and it goes on for oh. twenty minutes to half an hour of the show like if you're having to go and have an hour and 20 minutes of filler within the show cut it you really need to cut the show down to two hours make the best of what you've got within two hours because it is the main brand is supposed to be the main brand right so that's they really have to i mean We've harped on this before. Is it ever going to change? Probably not. But wishful thinking. No, there are you know people that that we know uh, pretty closely. One of our good friends, Joe Chivarelli, um, hardly watches WWE anymore. He's pretty well strict, uh, strictly a, a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan. Yep. And you know, watching more of that recently, I totally get it. You know, and I can understand why he's frustrated with WWE because, you know, when you go and watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, it, it's all just good wrestling and none of that other garbage. No, it, it really isn't. Right. So I think WWE needs to to look at adjusting things, like I said, or they risk, you know, I would say to maybe fall to be number two to, to New Japan Pro Wrestling, but, you know, allowing this company to, you know, get close to them in competition by not, you know, changing things. Right. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, this week on Raw, will, will there be some surprises? I'm looking at a picture of something that might be a, a potential surprise that yeah, I don't really necessarily care too much about, but it, it does look like it's something that maybe could happen. But uh, It definitely could happen, but we'll leave that. We won't even talk about that. We'll just uh, kind of leave that, and we <laughs> will see what happens and if it actually does happen. Yep. So, yeah, I mean... Guys, I think that this has been probably one of the best episodes that we've had to date. Just talking, not even about a lot about WWE, no. but we're going into a lot of other stuff. Thanks to 
Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Yep. Really thankful for those guys and Absolutely. what they're doing right now. So yep. with that, I think, what, what do we have left? Well, I think we will end off with um, usually, uh, you know, our, you know, promoting our, our social media. And then we'll end off with uh, something maybe a little bit different than we usually do. Definitely. So, I mean, guys, we've talked about collarandelbowbrand.com at the beginning of the show. And we're going to talk about them again at the end of the show. And I'm just going to be brief with it for you guys. Make sure, go to collarandelbowbrand.com. They have some amazing merchandise there for the wrestling fan in your life. So please go there, pick up some merchandise to support them and us by using the promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout to receive yourself a 10% discount. And for us, for Big Joe, and for myself, Carl Carafel, we are on social media. You can find us at Podcast on Facebook. You can find us at JNK Podcasts with an S on Twitter, as well as JNK Podcasts with an S on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, and as Carl mentioned, use that 10% uh, discount uh, code, you know, especially coming up to Christmas time. There's quite a bit on the store right now. So for your uh, wrestling fan on your Christmas left, or if you have multiple ones, uh, you can see yourself a good chunk of change, and there's a, a really good selection. And probably getting closer to Christmas time, we're going to see even more come up in the store. So, plenty there, like even some stickers and some longer sleeve shirts and you know, hats. I mean, um, a good list of products there. I lost choose from. You're not going to be, you're not going to come on here and you know not find something here. Like if you're a true wrestling fan, because this is really is, you know, and I don't like I really put it this way. It really a company built by wrestling fans. For wrestling fans. Yeah. And beyond that. And beyond. Oh, 100%. Because it, it, it really is, you know, all about people who have a passion and a love for the, the world of professional wrestling. That's what Collar and Elbow Brand is all based on. And, you know, this, and also not only people who make the brand, but the people buying the products feel a special connection to that as well. And that's what really makes this whole thing work. So. Definitely. All right, so we will end uh, off this week actually with uh, you know typically we would play you know some bigger name music and everything, but I think it's uh, appropriate I think uh, you know, given the timing of this uh, to pay tribute to a certain somebody, Carl. Definitely, I mean we're looking at uh, I believe twelve years now for the late and great Eddie Guerrero, who on this day passed away. So one of the greatest professional wrestlers, one of the greatest technical and high-flying professional wrestlers around. So 100%, if you can, take a look at something that he's done on YouTube. There's a ton of stuff out there. Just type in Eddie Guerrero on YouTube. And today, our way to pay tribute to Eddie Guerrero is to simply end off our podcast with a little Viva La Raza. Yes. And as he meant, as Carl mentioned, you ask almost anybody who's anything in the wrestling business, if they were to name one of their favorites or who they consider to be one of the best of all time, uh, Eddie Rigura would definitely rank up the top at the top, you know, for most wrestling fans and most people who were involved in the business and you even had a chance to work with them. Uh, they would definitely say, Eddie, one of the best, and we'll pay tribute to him now. We'll see you guys next time. Ciao. Viva la raza! I got that passion to flex the
lost, lost the haters, fall in love with that Latin charm, one woman isn't enough, amigo, siempre cogiendo más mujeres porque soy latino, and I'm tougher than tough, part of your blood, cause I cheat, I steal, I lie, I cheat, I steal, I don't care if you don't like me, uh, everybody wants to fight me, do you feel it, baby?